0: 50% Yo, Angela Yee, I love you. 50% ratchetness. I ratchets Just sit down.
1: Ah, but you uh, like 95% uh, ratchet. you the most prominent form for
0: him. Wake your ass up. early in the morning, but they told me it was y'all. I said, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Amphi. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlemagne the God. Principists and people. I can't believe you guys are the best kids. Collectively known
2: as Breakfast Club Bitches. <laughs>
3: Yo, 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 yo,
4: yo,
5: yo, 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 yo. Good morning, Angelique.
3: Good morning, Charlemagne. Peace to the planet. It's Tuesday.
4: What's happening? How are we feeling? What are we, fourteen, fifteen days until, uh, till Election Day?
3: Well, yes, but don't forget, in a lot of states, you can vote early.
4: Yeah, elections are happening now. Actually, you know, when you think about it, the, elect- the last day to vote is November third. Right, are, people I know that like they said
3: over 20 million people have voted already.
4: Yeah, I saw that number. I think it's like almost 28 million now. But that's, a, I mean, that's a lot of people. I don't know what that's a, uh, what that's a sign of. I don't know. I, I would assume it, it's leaning towards um, the Democrats. I don't know. I would assume. Well, yeah,
3: I think more Democrats have voted early than Republicans so far. People who are registered as Democrats. Um, I- I was going to vote on November 3rd, but now I think I am going to vote early. Why? Because I like to well, gotcha. go out on that actual day. It feels like a holiday to me. I make it a big deal. But now I'm thinking maybe I should do it early.
4: What changed your mind?
3: Um, I just want to... I seem like some of the long lines. I just don't want anything to go wrong at the last minute and have an issue. What if I... You know, come down with the cold on November third. Since I can't <gasps> vote early, I might as well. Who knows?
4: Yeah, I wonder if um, you know, what it, was that
3: gasp for?
4: Because <laughs> you said a cold. You know, you think cold, you think COVID. Any any type of sickness <laughs> around this uh, at this point is going to be listed as COVID. But I wonder if Donald Trump um, his rhetoric has, has backfired on him. You know, like um, encouraging people to go to the polls and uh, as he says, monitor. You know voters, but you know really we know that's a, a form of voter intimidation, and you know telling people to mm-hmm. be willing to fight for Trump at the polls. And what if that's backfired on him and made uh, so many people decide to vote early because they want to avoid that BS? All right, and then
3: there's one more
4: debate, right? That's happening. Let's go, baby! That's- one good more good show. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Envy just took his hey, beard off. Hey, good morning. I took my mask you off. You did? No, I took my mask <laughs> off. I don't know what I, I was off. wild. I was like, whoa. Remember, remember it, that old man. movie, I'm going to get you sucking, when she just started taking off everything? Envy took his beard off. No, I now didn't. I took my
5: mask and off. And
4: slammed it on the table. He was mad I at it. I did not. Good morning, <laughs> me. Hey, good
3: morning, TJ you GD snort, Andy? man? Yes,
4: he
5: did. As you get older, you can't see. You start snorting more. What's hey, wrong Hey, I with love you? it. I can't wait. Okay, for more snorting, for just getting older. Period. It's a blessing. Yeah, let me shout out to Poppy that um that works at the park a lot. So, ooh, 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 ooh. is he cute? You said that like you was just checking. Are him you asking out for this a morning. friend? Poppy's wow. like seventy years old. So uh, <laughs> that's not the way you said Give it, it, Daddy. So yeah. shout out to Poppy that you know works what? at the parking lot. <laughs> you know, if, if you park your car a lot, remember to take to 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 not to, to no, excuse me not take your keys. So yesterday when I went I to when I leave, I, that's what I would thought. <laughs> yesterday when I went to leave, it must have been like a, I guess, a Tesla convention around here. So it was like six Teslas and they all like four of them took their keys. So the car wouldn't move. And in New York parking lots is one way in, one way out. So we had to move all four cars, and I had to help Poppy. Poppy's like seven. If Poppy would have did it on his own, he'd he'd have died. Just Poppy. You were pushing big. the cars. Yes, we had to push the cars yesterday. Yesterday when I left wow. the station, I didn't get, I didn't leave New York City until three hours because we had to move all the cars so I can get my car out.
4: Amson, you and Poppy was pushing for three hours. Drop on the clue. You should have rode your bike <laughs> to work. <laughs> oh, Poppy would have loved. If you rode your bike to work, you know what? Those little cute little I, I, biker shorts. I, I don't
5: like. You. And you know what? Yesterday I, went, I, I got the kids some Halloween costumes. I got a costume for you. What you got? I got. I got. I got we should dress each other. What do you think about this, drum Does Poppy drive stick? What is that? You know what it is. I have no idea what that is. It's a penis. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Why are you dressing your kids up as no, penis? No, I'm dressing you <laughs> as a kid.
1: I got a gift. That's not you. what you said. Your segue I, said, you I said, said I said I got a no, costume for you. That's man.
4: not what he said. All I heard was I, I took the kids Halloween shopping. Yeah, I said I got a costume for you. No, I didn't hear that part. You, you heard go- that part, Drum? No, I, I don't I know what the hell's going on right and now. He's gonna, he gonna
5: act like he don't know what this is. Emmy just what, showed me that? a
4: picture of a penis. I don't know what I don't know this what is, what is going on right now. You guys,
3: it's Tuesday.
1: It's freaking freaking freaking
3: Tuesday.
5: All right, let's get the show cracked. Now, Steve Smith Sr. and Gerard Littlejohn will be joining us this morning. That's right. They are the host of the uh, Cut To It podcast on the Black Effect
4: iHeartRadio podcast network. Y'all know Steve Smith. um, Former Carolina Panther, Baltimore Raven, one of the best trash
5: talkers ever in the history of the NFL. Yes. Yes. So we'll be talking to him. All right. And we got front page news. What are we talking about?
3: Yes, well, Donald Trump is now calling Dr. Fauci an idiot and calling Joe Biden a criminal. We'll tell you what he had to say yesterday. All right,
5: we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee. Charlemagne the God, we are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front-page news. Where we starting, Yee? Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me get to the score. Uh, score. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Night. Kansas City Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills last night. Now, I didn't watch the Cowboys game. How did the Cowboys do yesterday, Charlemagne?
4: I didn't watch it. I don't think that, you know, people should be watching football just because, like, you know, COVID is running through the league, and it's a shame that they just got those brothers out there playing with no protection. You know, I just think it's despicable.
5: i help you. They lost last night. The Cardinals beat the Cowboys 38-10. They got washed last <laughs> night. Now, Major League Baseball Game 1 of the World Series is tonight at 8 p.m., Dodgers versus the Rays. Now, I don't know
4: why you take so much pride in uh, saying the Cowboys score as if your Giants are any better.
5: We're not talking about it, The
4: NFC East isn't the, even the NFC least this year. The NFC East don't even exist. Uh, my Giants won this week. How did your team do? By the way, if they want to, uh, you know, cut some games from the NFL schedule, <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> if they want to cut some games from the NFL schedule and they want to find a way to get the season over quicker, just get rid of all the NFC East games.
5: Yeah. All of them. Pretty much. Now, what are we talking about, you? Uh,
3: now, we are going to talk about Donald Trump. Now, he is saying that Dr. Anthony Fauci is uh, an... Idiot, And that's because Dr. Fauci did an interview on 60 Minutes where he said that basically he was asked about whether his uh, media appearances have been limited because of the uh, Trump's office. And he said yes and not wanting him to do any interviews. Well, here's what uh, Donald Trump had to say about that.
6: People are tired of COVID. I have the biggest rallies I've ever had and we have COVID. People are tired of hearing Fauci and all these idiots. He's been here for five hundred years. He's a disaster. I mean this guy's if I listen to him, we have five hundred thousand deaths. Every time he goes on television, there's always a bomb. But there's a bigger bomb if you fire him.
4: Now I don't think Dr. Fauci is an idiot. He's definitely not an idiot. No. But some of that early no mask wearing, Fauci has to take some of that um some of that blame because Fauci definitely I think he
3: does though he said it was a mistake oh, he okay. said they just didn't know enough he definitely said that things have changed as they found out more and part of what his job is is admitting when you're wrong about something and correcting that immediately because
4: he definitely when everybody was putting on masks and saying you should wear a mask he was definitely saying uh, wearing mask wasn't required unless you were like an essential worker like a, a nurse or something like that.
5: Can I, let me ask yeah. you a question. i seen something uh, floating around yesterday. Um, it was about Biden's tax plan. Is that true? They were oh, saying yes. In California, New Jersey, New York, if you make over $400,000 a year, you can get taxed 62%. Is that true?
3: Yes, they said that tax could be as much as 62% for New Yorkers, for people in California. Uh, New Jersey is pretty close to that, too. Now, what they are saying, though, is that this rate doesn't include deductions, credits, offsets, loopholes, and lower tax rate on other sources of income as well. And they said uh, very few taxpayers now... Pay the full statutory rate. So if your tax rate is 62% after all of your write-offs and whatever else you do, deductions, then it could still be, it will still be a lot lower. Most people don't pay their full taxes. And they said that they could also pass legislation that would remove the $10,000 cap on state and local tax deductions. So that means that your um, statutory rate could be even lower. So
4: what you about to do, Envy? You about to join 50 and vote for
5: Trump because of the tax rate? (laughs) I'm just asking a question. They're going to tax 62%? How, how do they expect minorities to create generational wealth if you tax them sixty two percent the first time they start making? Well, I mean money. that's for
4: everybody over making over four hundred thousand dollars. Because
5: Amazon don't get tax. A lot of people a lot of people hopefully will start making some some real good money. And it will be the first time in their family that they start making money and to tax them sixty two percent when these big companies don't get taxed at all. Is you voting for Trump? Yeah, or but me what you, man, man, what you have to understand have a I mean, there's, a, there's
3: a difference Word. between statutory tax rate and your effective rate. Statutory is what your tax rate is, but then what you actually pay is effective. That's with all you know, that's why you have an accountant. And if you're making for more than four hundred thousand dollars a year, I would assume you have an accountant that will tell you what write-offs you should be doing. So nobody ever pays that full rate.
4: I think black people should Just have to pay clear. taxes for 400 years. I'm with you. That's what I think. I'm, yeah. I'm with you. I agree. However long we was in slavery and segregation, we should be tax exempt. I'm with you. That's 62% for
2: okay.
5: All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. Again, 800 800- 585 5851051 is the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Yeah! Let's go! This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black.
2: Or black. Man with your chest.
0: We wanna hear from you on the Breakfast Club. So
2: if you got something
5: on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Hey, how's it going, fellas? It's RJ from ATL. RJ from ATL. What's up? Peace up
1: A Town Down. Get it off your chest. I wanna apo- I wanna apologize. Good morning, Miss Yee. Uh, Good
2: morning.
1: I just want to give you guys love, man. Y'all keep doing your thing every
7: morning. But, oh, and uh, Envy, what's going on, man? Y'all king. been real kinky the past few weeks.
4: Who been kinky? Oh, y'all two been real kinky the past two weeks. Listen. That's my boy
3: As in y'all about. two, that's Envy and Charlemagne, <laughs> just to be clear. Envy y'all walked two is and Envy said and said Charlemagne. shout out to
4: Poppy who works at the parking lot. He helped me push. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever yeah, that was. Y'all wilder
7: this morning, but keep it up. Love you guys. Yes, sir.
3: Wait, so I'm confused. He said, y'all wildin', but then he said, keep it up. So he, <laughs> he wants y'all to keep America wildin'. America lives
4: with okay. his kinkiness. Just
3: to Hello, be clear. Who y'all, what, what's going on? What up, what up? Get it off your chest. All right. Hey,
2: first, uh, envy man, you didn't, you didn't answer
5: my main question, man. Are you voting for Trump? <laughs> you not- <laughs> you, you kind of safe. Don't worry about who I'm voting for. <laughs> Don't worry about who I'm voting for. Hey. Now, I voted already. I voted already, man. I voted, I voted a, a couple of weeks, two weeks ago, man. A week ago. <laughs>
2: I did the mail. I did the mail in.
5: I did the mail ballot. I voted already. Me, my daughter, and my wife. We voted about a week and a half ago. Okay, and, and, so I, voted, man, and you, I voted for Kamala man. Harris. If you ask it, yes, sir, King. Talk to me. Back,
2: back. Hey, look, I got an uh, upcoming podcast on YouTube, and I wanted to see if you can give me some tips on like what to aim for to make a podcast really good.
4: I'm going to check it out and listen to it. But the main tip I always give podcast hosts is just to be yourself because you have a, a unique story that nobody else has lived. You got experiences that nobody else has lived. And when you tap into that, then you're offering people something different. So, you know, I truly, truly just be yourself on those podcasts. Tell your story.
2: Okay, babe. All right. It's, it's In Your Face podcast on YouTube. Check me out, man. I will. All right, brother. Yep. Hello, who's this? What's happening, Breakfast Club? What's happening? Friday, what's happening? Who this? All right, all right, all right. Who who this? It's French, y'all. French, what French, What's up, BTS, bro? Kid? Hey, check this out, DJ Envy. Yes. Got a proposition for you, my dog. I'm married. I'm a black man, veteran. Whoa, whoa, slow down, player. Slow down. <laughs> slow down. Now, nah, man, I just opened up a. Well, I'm building a skating ring right now, man, out here in North Dakota. I wanted to see if you can come on out. Spin or maybe had a breakfast club come on out and broadcast live. You know what I'm saying?
4: You can't afford me, sir. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey, I, I, hey, letting hey, you know. hey, Charlamagne, look, I don't want you anywhere. I, rather, I want Angela Yee and DJ Envy, so go much, ahead. Much, much, house, much cheaper rate for both of them. <laughs> <laughs> you
3: tell us, us when it opens up, man. And
5: maybe after this
3: coronavirus, COVID. But I love to support hey, black owned business. Like business. I love to support black owned businesses. so Yeah, but supporting black owned businesses don't mean discount or free. Sometimes it does. No, it don't. Next year, yeah. We we got to
4: get out so that mentality. Be
3: done. y'all be good to go.
2: I hook y'all up. We take good care y'all here in the Dakota's, baby. Yes, sir. We well, have a good one. I bro. heard y'all ain't got we're a lot from... of corona out there oh. neither. Nah, we don't, man. We 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 keep that social distance thing. You know, we don't we don't do like y'all up in the NYC. Y'all y'all grimy, I mean, okay.
4: North Dakota and South Dakota as one. Now, how you going to ask? Distance,
3: by the way, how yeah. you going to ask for a favor and then insult us?
5: No, I'm insulting the state, not y'all. That is true. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning.
0: The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
6: Hello, who's this? Oh, uh, this is Richard. Richard. Richard, what's up? Get it off your chest. Um, the gentleman was saying that he was uh, <laughs> upset about Biden, suggesting that people making $400,000 or more pay 62%. Now, that was taxes.
4: D- that was DJ Envy, sir. That was me, sir.
6: Okay. Well, at one time, rich people did pay their fair share. At one time, a millionaire, anybody who made over a million dollars had to pay 94% in taxes. Hell so, no. Was it? Oh, yes, they did. Yes, they did. Oh, yes, I'm they not paid. saying you're wrong. Reagan I'm saying hell no. I'm not yeah, paying. well, that that's that's why you got a Bush in mean, that bush. That's why you got a, a knucklehead like Trump making a bunch of money and do, don't know nothing.
4: Well, let's be clear. I mean, Obama. I mean, Biden. I mean, Trump was able to take care, of, take take advantage of the tax uh, tax yeah, law right. that Obama that's and Biden I'm implemented. Though
6: taking care, especially in, in the um, construction uh, um, development industry, when you're in the mortgage rate, developers don't pay it, don't use their money to do anything. So they use your money. They use government money. They use everybody else's money. That's how they. That's how they don't. They don't lose nothing. Trump pays seven hundred and fifty dollars uh, in taxes. Why should a man who's making near a million dollars pay just seven hundred and fifty dollars?
4: Well, I mean, right. like I said, he was taking advantage I, of the of the Obama tax yeah, okay. tax so well, well, To be clear, Trump also didn't pay taxes for, t- for ten out of fifteen years before twenty sixteen. So it's not
3: just those tax breaks.
4: He definitely took advantage of the Obama tax breaks.
3: But there was more before that. It was 10 out of 15 years that he didn't pay tax any taxes at all.
4: And eight of those years was President Barack Obama. That's just a fact, though. Well, thank you. Like, if you look at the, the you look at the years that uh he didn't pay $750, he paid $750, that he was able to take advantage of Obama's tax laws. That's just a fact.
5: Hello, who's this? Bye. Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. So, I don't
2: have nothing to get off my chest. I'm just here
5: promoting my new song that I released on the 9th of October. Okay, once are you song? Let's hear something if you're it a singer. Is,
2: it's called Touch. Touch? Yes.
5: Okay. Let's hear
2: something. Whenever me hear your voice, I turn on. <laughs> when I like to with a shirt on, hey, let on, hey. let on. Let's go. And that's <laughs> <skirt was, laughs> the third skirt of me are uh, the 10,000 bucks. Missing Boy. brother. Road that star road. Boy! Saga. Investing my me, hey. partner. You stay on my mind. Let's go! Oh. Oh. I want you oh. all the time. Wine. Fine.
5: Wine.
2: Baby, missing every time. Hey, hey,
5: hey. You know what hey. Mama, you know what? What's, what's your name? sigh yeah. sigh My artist's name is sigh Okay, well you si- know every year Angela Yee does Angela Yee Day, and she has a bunch of Caribbean artists. I think you would be perfect for that, Yee. You want to get her number?
3: Yeah, envy get it, and then envy will DJ for you.
5: I oh, think you, you are phenomenal, Sai.
4: I think you should sing like that everywhere you go, especially where there's large crowds. Just start mm-hmm. singing on the train, on the bus, in stores. Just go. You
5: bring joy.
2: Thank you, Charlemagne.
5: Yes, Sai. Sai, you ever see some a man's nose grow? That's what's happening with Charlemagne oh, right now. Good. My nose is not si, good. I thought si, where are you were from Sai,
3: si, where are you from? I'm from Jamaica, but I live in Bronx, New York. Of,
5: duh. <laughs> <laughs> <I> say,
3: <duh.
5: laughs> Thank you so much, Mama. Have a good day. Have sister. a good day. Scaf Beezy. You're up, man. <laughs> Her and Scaf Beezy got a collab. Get it off so? your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Yeah, we got rumors on the way?
3: Yes, I'm gonna we'll tell you about this mogul who sold 100% of his publishing and writing catalog. That's 162 songs.
5: I heard. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we want to pay your bills. Win $1,000 towards your expenses. Thanks to our partner, The General. Get a lot for a little at The General Insurance. For coverage, you deserve at prices you can afford. Visit TheGeneral.com today. Go to TheBreakfastClubOnline.com to enter and get rules.
6: Save
4: some time. I can't remember what it is. Just, I always see the commercials. Save some time. Go to The General. Save some time. You never heard that? Okay. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Ice
0: Cube. This is the rumor report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen
3: up. Well, D.L. Hughley has been very critical of Ice Cube meeting with Donald Trump's campaign about his plan to help black Americans. And here's what he had to say about Ice Cube.
5: Ice Cube is the latest one the platinum plan when i heard it it was insulting from the gate why didn't they have the spinning rims plan we have a third wave of covid coming right now and he's meeting with the dude that gave us three fridays you can always tell the seriousness and import of the meeting based on who was in there yes people are right when they say we have a lot of problems we need a seat at the table but we need the right people at the table we need people from education from
1: finance from medical from prison reforms sociology people who have done this for a living and not made a couple of banging albums
4: salute to the good brother dale Hughley. i I love hearing his opinion on things but we got to be accurate cube never met with trump cube said his people uh met with the trump administration you know who are those people i don't know and it's also important to note cube absolutely put together that plan for black america with those scholars and those finance people and people from education and Mm -hmm. people who fight for prison reform it's not like Cube came up with the came up with this plan on his own
3: Well, I'm going to tell you what Cube said from uh, his Twitter account. Right, because he did respond, because after that, uh, DL also posted an article, retweeted an article from Medium that was criticizing Ice Cube, and he also uh, retweeted an article from Political that was called The Inside Story of How Ice Cube Joined Forces with Donald Trump. Ice Cube first put up the middle finger, then he said, I hope all these people with podcasts and radio shows telling the world I'm too unqualified and uneducated to talk about a document I created, don't get asked to pull out their communications degrees and show you they are qualified and educated enough to speak to you over the airwaves. Then he said, yes, I wasn't qualified when I helped Ados get Gavin Newsom, Governor Gavin Newsom to sign AB uh, 3121 into law. He said, I've been consulting with Dr. Anderson since I've been working on the uh, contract with Black America. Mm-hmm. I have a nice relationship with him. He's been advising and then he said thanks for all the true understanding and support. It's good to see so many people dedicated to the truth.
4: Dr. Claude Anderson is a great advisor. Uh we had him on last week. Mm-hmm. Listen though, no, just hypothetically, what happens, right? Mm-hmm. God forbid if Donald Trump wins on November third. I just think it's strange that people have a plan for what happens if Biden and Harris wins. But what happens if, if 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 Trump wins? Like like people only want folks to engage in politics and government when the party they support is in power. So we're not supposed to engage with administrations, federal and local, if they are, you know, not the
5: party? No, I think we're supposed to engage. I think that's what we're supposed to do. I would think. Yeah, I would think so I don't think well. black people
4: can afford to sit on the sidelines. Regardless of who's in the White House or who's your governor, mayor, whatever it is, we need to be pushing that line and holding them accountable. And someone has to engage with them. We just need a mean inside-outside game when it comes to how we, we engage with government. That's That's what I think.
3: Well, we all need to make sure that we vote. And let's just make sure right now we also keep pushing that messaging as well. Because there's a lot of people I've heard saying that, oh, I'm not voting. I don't like either one of them. But no, you have to go ahead and exercise your right to vote.
4: You have to vote. And whoever gets in, you have to hold them accountable. You have to engage with Mm -hmm. them. You have to push their line. I don't care what
5: party it is.
3: All right. Well, that is your rumor report.
5: All right. Thank you, Missy. We got front page news. Next, what are we talking about?
3: Yes, and since we're talking about voting, let's talk about the next debates that are going to happen. There are some rules in place now.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. When a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks, even if you don't see a train. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by Nitsa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now Monday Night Football. Shut up. The Chiefs beat the Bills 26-17. Shut uh, up. The Cowboys played last night. Did you see it? Nah, I'm um I'm with Cat. Who won? Huh? Who won? What you mean? All right, y'all got washed. The Cardinals washed the Cowboys 38-10. Did you hear me? Let me say it louder for the people in the back. I don't, the Cardinals, wash! I don't understand why you take so much
4: joy in this as if you're not a New York Giants fan. We won this week. As if the NFC East doesn't suck.
5: We go week by week.
4: We they won need, this week. They need to take off all NFC East games from the schedule. Don't waste any of the team's time that has to play any of these teams from the NFC East. Let's just get to it. We, you
5: know, we got to shorten
4: the season probably anyway. Let's get rid of all the NFC
5: East games. Well, game one of the World Series is tonight at 8. The Dodgers versus the Rays. Now, what else are we talking about, Yee?
3: All right. Well, Donald Trump is saying that Joe Biden is a criminal and he was having a rally in Nevada. They were chanting, lock him up. And he also says that Joe Biden's family is a family of criminals. And he even called a reporter a criminal. Listen to this.
6: You call Biden a criminal. Why is that? He is a criminal. He's a criminal. He got caught. Read his laptop. And you know who's a criminal? You're a criminal for not reporting it.
4: I'm telling y'all right now. Drum, hand me that tissue. I'm telling y'all right now, if Donald Trump wins re-election. He is absolutely getting his political opponents locked up. That's what fascism is. That's what fascists do. Biden, Clinton, and the big fish, President Barack Obama, are going to jail if Donald Trump gets re-election. I'm telling you right now, that's textbook fascism saying you want to lock your political opponents up. And he's been saying that for a long time.
3: Well, the story is, uh, and the only the New York Post reported this story, that uh, Hunter Biden allegedly left his laptop at a repair shop in Delaware and the shop's legally blind owner found incriminating photos and emails, which suggested that his son leveraged his political power. Uh, he he leveraged his political power to enrich his son. So that's what this story is. Even Fox News passed on this story. Only the New York Post picked it up. And you know it's interesting because I did a uh, podcast interview with Jalen Rose, which uh, he has a column in the New York Post. And I couldn't put it on Twitter because they won't let you post anything that's a link to the New York Post on Twitter. Right? Really? So I was trying to. Yeah, that was. Ha- I kept trying to post it, and it just wouldn't let me. So wow. I had to post it from somewhere else. Interesting. I don't know if that's. Still the case, but that's because of you know uh, not wanting to post false I, information. I,
4: I just I want, I just want really everybody to pay attention. Like I'm, like last week Donald Trump was tweeting out where are all of the arrests and demanding that William Barr lock up people like President Obama. It said Obama should have been been in jail two years ago. Do not think for one second if he's reelected, he is not going to lock up his political. Well, components. the
3: problem is. They already did these investigations and found that there was nothing wrong. So
4: you don't need, he's, he's a he's a, it's a, he's, a fascist, I mean, he's a fascist. He he don't need a reason. You, you gonna y'all gonna see what ultimate power looks like. You want to see what Thanos look like with them Infinity Stones? Let Trump get reelected when you already got. the I mean, DOJ. he would have did it got, now if he could. No, when you when you got the DOJ and all the courts on your side, just watch. He's been saying it long enough. You'll see.
3: All right. Now, the debate commission has announced the topics for the final debate that's going to happen. And there's six topics for the second and final debate between Donald Trump and Joe Biden that's going to be taking place next week. The topics are fighting Mm COVID-19, American families, race in America, climate change, national security and leadership. You know, Donald Trump is not happy about these topics and He wants to talk more about foreign policy, but that debate will take place on October 22nd. It starts at 9 p.m. It ends at 10.30 p.m. And now they are going to mute the candidates during their opponents initial responses. So that's going to prevent interruption. So it's not during the full response, but, you know, they're supposed to have two minutes to be able to speak. So during that two minutes, when you get asked a question and you're initially responding, the other person's uh, microphone will be muted.
4: You know, we don't need this debate, right? Like, this is really just, yeah, for, is really just for entertainment purposes. Yeah, we don't need this. We know we know this isn't going to end well. Like, yeah. it's not going to be civil. What's the point? We don't need this. This is strictly for entertainment purposes. I'm here for it. Of course you are, because we live a good train wreck in America. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: All right, now here was some more confusion. Uh, Donald Trump talked about this hypothetical situation, and it was so confusing that the CEO of ExxonMobil had to respond. So here
6: is what he said. I would be the greatest fundraiser in history. So I call some guy, the head of Exxon. I call the head of Exxon. I don't know what, you know, I'll use a cup. Hi, how you doing? How's energy coming? When are you doing the exploration? Oh, you need a couple of permits, huh? Okay. But I call the head of Exxon. I say, you know, I'd love to send me $25 million for the campaign. Absolutely, sir. Why didn't you ask? Would you like some more? And if I make the call, now people make the call, it's different, you know. But if I made the call... I will hit a home run every single call. I would raise a billion dollars in one day if I wanted to. I don't want to do that. Yo, ain't that like, a, ain't that illegal? <laughs> hey, you illegal. Need, it is illegal. You need these permits? Hey, you want
5: the permits? A <laughs> hey, pay-for-play activity. <laughs> now,
3: ExxonMobil, their uh, Twitter account, tweeted out, we are aware of the president's statement regarding a hypothetical call with our CEO, and just so we're all clear, it never happened.
5: Yo, Trump is crazy. Man, I don't know why y'all acting surprised that
4: that he would be willing to do something illegal.
3: (laughs) This guy said, hey, you need a permit? Hey, I need $25 What?
5: (laughs) Okay, bet. Okay, bet. (laughs) What else you need? Y'all need more?
4: I wouldn't have known known that wasn't a real story if y'all hadn't told me. I thought he was telling a real story.
3: (laughs) I thought so, too. No. (laughs) Well, that is your front page news.
5: He is. Wow. All right. Well, thank you for that. Now, when we come back. We have former NFL player Steve Smith Sr. joining us in Gerard Little John. Yes, they have a, a podcast called The Cut To It Podcast, which is on the Black Effect Radio
4: Podcast Network, one of the top 200 uh, sports podcasts in the country right now. Right. Okay, so they'll be joining us next.
5: So we'll talk to them, so don't move us to Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. back, back. back. Checking out the world's most dangerous morning show Morning everybody, it's DJ Envy Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy We are The Breakfast Club We got some special guests joining us this morning yes, sir. From the Cut To It podcast We have Steve Smith Sr. and Gerard Littlejohn Welcome fellas
4: it. Yes, Good we got him. We hear audio. <laughs> That's right. And C St- Smith Sr. is one of the uh, best wide receivers ever in the history of the NFL. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighth leading receiver in NFL history. One of the best sh- talkers in NFL history. So mm-hmm. a podcast was a natural transition for
1: him. I think so. A little bit. But uh, I really didn't like podcasts. And then when the pandemic hit, uh started listening to some. And so I thought I'd get into the game a little bit. So. Uh, appreciate you giving me the opportunity with uh, Black Effect.
4: Nah, I appreciate y'all partnering with the Black Effect, man. Why? Why didn't you like podcasts to begin with,
1: though? Uh, man, i G's gonna laugh at me, but I'm kind of I'm setting my ways, and so it's like, um, like if I don't like grapes, I I don't even have to taste them. I'm like, nah, I'm good. I don't want any, right? Mm-hmm. And so I never really listened to podcasts. I thought, you know, just hearing a few. It was just a whole bunch of people just talking and running their mouth. And then um, I started listening to a few podcasts when the pandemic hit. And then I was like, you know what, I wanna do one. And G had been working on me and my team been working on me for about two years to do one. And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. And then I started doing it, started listening to it. And then I said, you know what, let's do one, but let's do it our way, which is giving athletes an opportunity to speak their truth, talk about what they feel like talking about and not um, and creating their own narrative.
4: And and now cut to it is one of the top two hundred podcasts in the sports category, so that's a good thing. Yeah,
1: not too bad, not what, too bad.
5: What podcast was you listening to that got you into it? What what, what was the podcast? Uh, Hot
1: boxing with Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. but it was the it was the episode with him and Mike Epps, and he was just mm-hmm. talking about when they were incarcerated in Indiana, and just all the different things. And I grew up a boxing fan, mm-hmm. and that was the part of. Of Mike Tyson that no one ever heard and so I was just like you know we got there's a lot of athletes including myself people don't want to really know about you Mm -hmm. they just want to hear how are you feeling when you made that catch and I and I call it low-hanging fruit the easy questions oh what is it like catching a touchdown pass but I also know there's some players that have played in the league who have had some unbelievable games however their life outside of football is in disarray. They've, you know, mother may, mother, mother-in-law may have cancer. And how those guys are able to zone that out and have some of their best games of their career, man, I just think uh giving up our platform gives them an opportunity to really tell their story uh to the real to the realest and rawest form.
4: Well, why did you decide to host the podcast with, with with Gerard instead of, of another athlete?
1: Well, because one, Gerard did play sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not, he didn't play in the NFL, but also that's my dude. And, and we know each other. Uh, he's, he's my, he's my, my little brother. And we talk and we, we share our families are pretty close. And so it was like, it was good to get with somebody that understood you. He wouldn't ask that, you know, let's be honest. When you, when you're doing a podcast with someone, there's always going to be someone or somebody out of the group that does some dumb stuff or mm-hmm. ask a dumb question, <laughs> And with him, sometimes he'll tell me, Hey, bro, that was stupid. And then I'll tell him <laughs> and, we and we cool with telling each other, man, that was a that was a dumbass question. And and yeah. he's not all in his feelings. So that's what I love about yeah.
7: it. It's just the rapport, right? And to, to Smitty's point, I've been pushing him for two years, largely because you see him on NFL network, you see him as an analyst, and he has this rapport not just with current players because they look up to them, but with the OGs like like, the Dion, like the, like the Ladanian Thomassons, like the Michael Vicks, where we're right in this great spot to where we can get this authenticity from a lot of these athletes because of the format and the way that we come about doing this podcast.
5: What do you guys think about the football
1: season this year? You think they should scrap it and cancel it? No, I mean, listen, I, I think really everything that's going on, um, I've answered this question a few times, and a lot of people kind of look at me sideways. So I say it like this: um, When the pandemic hit, they gave players the opportunity to opt out, and people have asked me, "What do you think, or would you do it?" It really, it really depends on what year you're in, what your contract is, and what your bank account looking like. Mm-hmm. If your bank account of you just like any other company, if you live in paycheck to paycheck, you can't afford it. You gotta run. You gotta roll mm-hmm. that dice. If you can, you're going to look at it differently, but not everybody has that opportunity. So, um, And then at the same time, man, sitting at home, I, I don't necessarily think sitting at home and, and sterilizing everything is good for our system anyway. We, we we need to get out a little bit, be smart, be safe. Mm. At the end of the day, man, this is a hygiene problem, and some of y'all need to wash your hands. This is well beyond. <laughs> Well beyond football, <laughs> man.
7: <laughs> Committee with the hygiene tip. <laughs> you know,
4: you know. Uh, recently, man, you know, you decided to, to, to put out a special episode to cut to it, and you spoke about your release for, from the Panthers. I mean, why was the podcast the perfect place to finally make you
1: express all of that? That's a good question. One of it is because I, I'm—I know I'm part of the media, but man, I think some of the media guys that write. They're lazy, and they represent like a, a beat writer for a team. He's in the middle. He's supposed to represent the connection between the players, and then he writes the article, and then the fans think that that beat writer has a real connection or a relationship with the player. And I'm telling you, sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes they are talking by talking to a whole bunch of other people. They talk like they're the fly on the wall. And some of them dudes have never even had conversations with players, never had conversations with teams. But when they write that article, the fan goes, oh, he must know something. So a lot of information that I dropped on the podcast, no one ever knew because it wasn't a lot of flies in the room. It Mm -hmm. was only a few people. And so I was like, and I held it in. I didn't say anything. So I was like, you know what? We're going to do it my way. And we're going to basically tell the whole truth of what happened so there's this side that side and somewhere in the middle lies the truth but we've only heard one side well this is why everybody keeps saying that you know that I was uh um, I was jealous of cam man that is funny it's like I can't be jealous or mad at someone who already has a bigger platform than me right I, I was only looking at football as I was at the end of my career, I had a destination. I had an opportunity that I wanted to get in Carolina as an organization at that time of my career was not giving me that. So um, I decided to, to, you know, do what I need to do.
4: Did you hear from anybody from the Panthers after that, Steve, Did Cam reach out?
1: No, nah, I mean, we don't really talk like that here in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I try not to bother guys, man. They got a lot going on and then they isolate and then they own Zoom calls. Uh, Even in the media, man, I've been on so many Zoom calls, I'm tired of Zoom, right? Tell me about it. We all
7: are. Man, we all are.
1: And and, and then the other thing is I I have a relationship with a lot of teams, with a lot of coaches, GMs, and players. So I get a lot of calls from a lot of guys. Um, I mean, I talk to the Panthers because of my job. Uh, a lot of different times So it's not like all of a sudden People reaching out like Oh man, that was great It was just like, man, that was just me Alright, we got more with Steve Smith
5: Sr. And Gerard Littlejohn When we come back It's The Breakfast Club Good morning EJ, Envy, Angela Yee Charlamagne the Guy We are The Breakfast Club We're still kicking it with Former NFL player Steve Smith Sr. And Gerard Littlejohn You know what, as a player You you, you said something earlier about You know, sometimes People don't realize There's things going on in in In, in people's lives and they still got to go out there and play. Like, you don't think about it. You just want your favorite player to bust ass or to win. But, damn, you don't know if his, his mom just had cancer or somebody just yep. passed away or whatever it may be. So being a player, how do you deal with it? Is it praying? Is it yoga? Is it, like, how do you deal with everything that's going on outside
1: of football, or is football a therapy for you? I mean, that's a that's a great question. I, I mean, I don't think at times football is a therapy. Other times, man, football is just a great opportunity where you go out there, you having a rough day and you it's a run play and you got a corner in front of you, <clears throat> man, that's uh, that's <laughs> that's tough for that corner, right? <laughs> and then there's other times where um you just kind of block it out, you compartmentalize. And I'm I'm be honest, it wasn't easy at times. There are times that's why one of the reasons I retired is the guy that played football all those years, there were times, man, I was not happy. Uh, with myself, I struggled with being able to shut that off. And there were times where, you know, especially building up to Sundays, man, by, by Friday afternoon my wife would be like, man, go somewhere. Because you just start that, just start to turn that switch on and and, and get into football mode. And football mode is not hey, how you doing in football mode? is somebody say, hey, how you doing on Saturday night? I give them a blank stare like uh, I'm good. That, that's why I don't understand why they don't have
4: I mean, or maybe they do. Football players need to have more access to psychiatrists and therapists. No, they,
1: teams, teams are starting to do that now. Teams okay. have it's starting to trend that way for sure. Yeah, they they have to and then also too, man, that um the perfectionists trying to be always be perfect and trying to uh be in performance based. Man, all, waking up performing every single day and then having social media and those people commenting like I used to hate that the fancy football where a dude would be like oh man you suck because you didn't make me 20 points in fantasy like I didn't <laughs> throw it to myself
4: I ain't. I ain't. yeah I wonder how many careers have been cut short not because of physical health because of mental health in the NFL oh it's
1: a lot it's a lot of guys man it's a, it's a lot of guys you know um, fans think money changes everything um it does, but if you have a lot of money and you are, if you're a selfish person, I mean, you're just a selfish person with a whole bunch of money. Money doesn't money makes you more of who you already are.
7: And that's been a thing that we've seen as we talk to these guys, that mental health continues to come up. We talked about it with Malcolm Jenkins. Mm-hmm. There's other episodes we got coming up, Tory Smith, where you're going to see that it's going to be a thing just because I think it's top of mind right now, whether it's the pandemic or just, as guys are progressing through their careers, but it's been a consistent theme and something that we speak freely about, and especially between Steve and myself. Like, we always just try to check in. I check in on him to see him mean, how you're doing. As simple as that, just to check in, you know, on his mental health, on anyone's.
4: Yeah, I've been going to therapy every week for the past about three, four years now, and it's one of the best decisions i ever made.
1: Well, why did it take you so long?
4: Um, Just thinking nothing was wrong, thinking, like, you know... Like, I, like when I first got diagnosed with anxiety, the first time I ever had a clinically diagnosed panic attack was 10 years ago. I always had those feelings before, but the doctor mm. actually told me, oh, you had a panic attack. But at the time, I was back home living with my mom in South Carolina. I was like 31 years old and... I have been fired for four times from radio, so when the doctor was like, yo, are you stressed about something? I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah you know, you know what I'm saying? So in my mind, that, all that I had would to do is get some money and get back in position, and everything would be good. And then I had to personally, I mean, professionally, I had the best 10 years of my life, which has been the Breakfast Club and everything else, and still having that anxiety, still having that mm. PTSD, still having them bouts with depression. So that's what made me start going. It's important to normalize that. Absolutely.
5: I wanted to ask, you know, being a dad, right, when you have kids and, you know, your kids want to play sports, your kids want to play football. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of dads out there that that go back and forth and say, I love watching football. I enjoy watching professionals. But yeah. do I want my kid to get hit? You know what I mean? Do I want my kid to get a concussion? You know? A- mm-hmm. And how do you feel about your your kids playing sports? And also, are you that crazy dad on the field? Like, You know what I mean? That dad that's going crazy <laughs> because you've been in there. Or do you sit back and be like, you know what? I'm going to see if my son is
1: good or not first. Well, I mean, that's a great question. My so I got three boys and one girl. Right. And my oldest son, he played football for a little bit, but he didn't like the competition of being Steve Smith's son. So he ended up getting a scholarship, playing at DePaul, uh, playing soccer. Then he just graduated, transferred to Wofford because he blew out his knee down in South Carolina. He just graduated. He's working as a, a business accountant. So, but he he's taken care of. Mm-hmm. Then my 14-year-old son, my 15-year-old son, he played football and was fire,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Played wide receiver, but he actually ended up turning into a pretty good corner. But he didn't really, he was a finesse corner. He, uh, he'll pick the ball, he'll cover. Hitting, mm, he didn't really want nothing about that hitting. Mm-hmm. But through the whole process, I would te- I would tell him, you hit what you can see. If you can't see, don't hit, don't shoot your gun. And so he understood that. and and, But yet, you know, I was obviously his dad. So we did a lot of little things. Like, I got football pads, and we trained in the summer. He was crying and sweating, all that stuff. But as far as going to games, I'm the dad, like, on, it's like Sunday for me. I'm not talking to you, (laughs) and you don't talk to me. Don't bother me. I actually, sometimes I'll sit on the field with headphones, and I'll sit off in the distance. I don't even sit with my wife. I don't even... Just don't bug me. Don't talk to me. I'm not gonna say anything to you, so don't bother me. You know, as far as parents. Now, when I was younger and my son was playing soccer, I was a little mouthy, but um, you know, that's why I kind of started sitting to the side and just kind of. Oh, you mouth- got in trouble. Your wife, your wife put you on punishment.
2: Oh, uh, slightly. Yeah. <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> got a woman.
4: <laughs> now, now, Steve, how, how did working at Taco Bell save your life?
1: Well, so here's a story what happened. Um, so I used to work at Taco Bell, and on Saturdays we had a game on Saturday mornings. But on Fridays in in, in college and community college, there was no classes, you know, or, or the four-hour classes. I ain't taking a four-hour class, right? So I used to work on Fridays. Well, me and a dude got into it, and we was fighting, and so we fought on the field, and then we went in the locker room, and then he got a second helping. And so from there, it didn't go the way he liked. And so on Friday he came in, he had his he had his uh he had his pistol on his jacket and he was waiting in the locker area right where my locker was. But he didn't know I didn't go I didn't come in on Fridays. So he ended up getting removed from the squad um because basically he brought a gun on campus and basically was gonna try to shoot me. Damn. And so we just And so it just didn't work out. And But luckily, if I wasn't working on Fridays, I'm not really sure how it turned out, you know, if I'd have walked in that locker uh, area when he had that gun. Because he wasn't coming to, you know, like I say, he wasn't coming to give me a cookie recipe, Mm -mm. you know, so and that's how it worked out.
5: All right, we got more with Steve Smith Sr. and Gerard Littlejohn. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with former NFL player Steve Smith Sr. and Gerard Littlejohn. Now, with all the fights you got into, you got into a lot of fights on the field, off the field, around the field, under the field, over the field. Gerard, has anybody ever stepped to you and said, you know what? I might not be able to be Steve, but I might be able to take you, Gerard. Oh, no. Nah, ain't nobody accepting me like that now. Nah. nah. Not at all. No, nah, no. Nah, nah. I mean, it, it ain't,
7: you know... Largely. We straight. <laughs> number one, we straight, but I mean, number two is, I think it's really easy to try to pencil somebody one way or another, and the thing about Steve, the thing about my brother is he's not what those kind of things have defined him as, so more than often, like, people know us from what we do in the community, well, how we give back, how we're able to... Even right now, we got a virtual learning center for hundred homeless kids here in Charlotte to where yeah. now they can do their virtual learning and they don't fall behind the crack more than what they already are. So largely like when we out, I mean, people would just give us more love than anything because we're giving back, our foundation is giving back over a million dollars since we started. So yeah. largely, um, you know, it's, it's more about what we do and it's less about like who we are or those yeah. kind of things that can quote unquote define a person.
5: Absolutely.
4: Steve, you ever thought you had anger management issues? Cause you did get into um, a lot of fights in the in the NFL. It seemed like,
1: not, but see the thing is, bro, only <laughs> I mean, documented only got I think three fights on the field. Document. Man, it's t- tussling. I mean, on the field, guys are getting into it, pushing pushing and shoving all the time. I mean, that that's the thing. People want to push that narrative, so let them push that narrative. But uh, the thing is. I don't have no DUIs. I don't have all this other stuff that everybody says. So when I, like we said, when I'm walking around the neighborhood or walking around, uh, Charlotte, LA, man, I, I'm, I'm really, I just keep to myself. I'm really just kind of calm. If anything, I'm actually a uh, documented, like with my counselor. I'm extreme introvert. Like I sit at the house a lot. I'm I'm good with so, this social distancing. I'm straight. I've been social distancing. Do do in heaven? <laughs> it's some glasses and a face mask,
2: man. I'm good.
1: So how you
4: end up breaking the? You broke two noses, Steve. Yeah. Allegedly. Yeah. No, it was. It was true. Okay. <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you broke two noses, and they were both your teammates.
1: Like fights happen all the time, and the way I was raised. Where I was raised you don't go for the body <laughs> damn it man <Ben. laughs> got you goodness gracious are you cool with those people now did y'all get over that i mean we got over it but I mean it is what it is I mean I made my mistakes people harp on it that's what they go that that's who I am that's what's happened but whatever
4: did you ever did you ever prove
1: uh bounty gate against the Saints? no I don't, no, I don't need to prove bounty gate mm-hmm. I mean you know it is what it is i mean football look Football is about taking taking another man's will, bottom line. It's not about it, – that's what it's about, and that's how I grew up playing. My grandpa told me, he said, listen, if you want to play this game, you, you ain't the tallest, right? So if you want to play this game, you need to play this game um, the way I watched it. And when I watched it, Ronnie Lott, you know, Eric Turner – uh, Steve Atwater like you watching when I was growing up watching those guys they used to hit the snot out of people mm-hmm. so that's how I played ball when I caught the ball try to stiff arm hit the snot out of somebody I try to block them I I, I did my, my best so I mean football is a very aggressive sport I grew up I'm from the inner city of LA I grew up in an aggressive neighborhood so it just went It it, it was right there and you know I'm 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 king of the midgets, so it's just it's just <laughs> right there. Now you think the you think the league got soft? Well like, it's way softer. Like the, the the era where you
5: just said yeah, you knock a snot box, you don't hear that no more. Now now you do that, you're getting penalties, you're getting 15 yards. You think the league is is, is gotten really soft where it's not enjoyable as much?
1: No, I don't think it's getting really soft. I I, I think there's some guy, I mean you watch guys like Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aaron Donald's yeah. hitting the snot out of folks, yeah. Yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Don McSue, like there's some guys out there hitting folks, and look. Just like in radio, man. There's some radio guys out there who do certain things a certain way, man. It's, it's, you know, you, you skin a cat so many different ways. So gotcha. uh, there's a lot of players out there that are super aggressive. There's a lot of players out there that are finesse. It just depends on, um, you know, how how you like your oatmeal. There you go.
4: You know, you know, one of the most fascinating conversations I think y'all had on the podcast this far was with um Odessa Jenkins. Yeah, you know, the founder of the Women's National Football Conference. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't know much about it at all, but I learned Me a lot in that episode. <laughs> right.
1: You, you think women's yeah. football could ever be as lucrative as the NFL? I mean, as lucrative as the NFL? No, because right. the NFL didn't even know they were going to be as lucrative that as they are, right? Mm-hmm. Um I, I was impressed with her because they already have so many teams and I was just impressed where you got a mom who can cook dinner and then for a family of five and then go out there and crack back on somebody. Right. That's, that's impressive to me. Um, and then, you know, talking about another person, she from LA, you could just kind of hear the banter and the back and forth, just like folks from New York. And there's just, when you are from that town or that city and you have that, that thought process, you understand it. If you don't, you don't get it. That's why East and West is such a different place. I think the thing about Odessa too is that she,
7: someone told her way back when she was younger, you can't do this. And so that dropped a seed in her to where she's like, "All right, I'm going to find a way to bring this Mm -hmm. to fruition. And so her whole life story has not just been that she played sports, she actually played college basketball to get her a scholarship. But large has been, she wants to have a place for women to where they can no longer be told, no, you can't do this. So could it be as lucrative? We don't know, but for her, just to be able to
1: have that space for other girls, man, that's her passion. So it was, it, and it came out in that conversation. And that's what we always hope to do with this podcast. That's Who it. y'all got on this week? LaDainian Thompson. Ladanian Thompson. Got you. So it's pretty good. All right. Got you. Well, well so definitely man, check
5: it out, Cut To It Podcast. We appreciate you, brothers, for joining us this morning. That's
4: right. And go subscribe to the Cut To It Podcast, man, on Black Effect, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to podcasts, Steve and Gerard. Appreciate y'all being my partners, man.
1: I oh, appreciate
5: you. Me. Y'all
6: have a good one. Peace.
5: Right. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha God. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, we want to pay your bills. $1,000 towards your expenses. Thanks to our partner, The General. Get a lot for a little at The General Insurance. For coverage you deserve at prices you can afford, visit thegeneral.com today. Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk L.A. Reid.
0: It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Yo. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: Well, L.A. Reid sold 100% of his publishing and writing catalog, and that's about 162 songs. It's for an undisclosed amount. Now, he sold that catalog to Hypnosis Songs and its investment advisor, The Family Music Limited. By the way, shout out to Nah Rogers; He is on the board for that as well. And so he also will be joining the company's advisory board as well and will continue to run his label, Hitco Entertainment, that he co-founded in 2018. So some of the songs in his catalog include records from Boys to Men, mm. TLC, Tony Braxton, Bobby Brown, Whitney Houston, and more.
6: Wow. Yeah,
4: I don't know anything about this, but why are these people um, selling all their publishing and writing to this company? I, see,
5: I don't I've seen that a lot. But a lot of people are uh, selling it to this company. I don't know.
3: Uh, maybe good it's question. good money that you can invest in for him. He's also joining the, the board as well. So maybe he's going to also make money off whole, of this as well.
4: But isn't the whole point to own your publishing
5: and own like you? Your- I thought so and pass it on to your kids. But well, maybe, I mean, maybe. But it got could a big be that you want the cash
3: to, and maybe and you want to get that cash in, and invest in something else. Yeah,
5: maybe as another investment that he wants to do that uh, bring more money than what he had now. I don't mm. know. Don't know.
3: Right. So he's done it, and I guess you know that's gonna that has to be a lot of money. It's an undisclosed amount, but we don't know. Mm-hmm. All right, Adidas has collaborated with Bad Bunny on a pair of sneakers that's going to be releasing in the spring summer 2021 lineup. Yo, mm-hmm.
4: people love boiled so- rabbit, don't they? It's Bad Bunny. Why
3: are you calling him that? So disrespectful. Bad Bunny is Bad Bunny. highly respected. I didn't, yeah, I so didn't shout say out to Bad. Them.
4: I just don't know his name. You don't respect him enough to get his name correct. What's his name? Shut up. You know his name. Bad Bunny. <laughs> Whoa. Just like,
3: just like we know Kamala Harris's name You can say it right. Wow. Respect that man's nah, name. Nah,
4: y'all not going to compare a real name <laughs> to <laughs> a goddamn bad
0: buddy.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
5: knock it
4: off. I'll say anything. <laughs> I might have to draw the line there as
5: well. Exactly. Yeah, that, was, that, yeah, that, was, that was a little too I appreciate too far. you though. Know, yeah, I appreciate <laughs> you. Put <know, laughs> a little too far <laughs> there, ye. Yeah.
3: Trying to stand up for Bad Bunny. All right. And Nicki Minaj. <laughs> I
5: said Jay Z. Speaking of Adidas.
3: And there's a lot of Adidas news randomly, but her son has a lifetime supply supply of baby Adidas Yeezys that Kanye sent, along with some congratulations for the baby. And Beyonce, Ivy Park has announced a new drop that's gonna be coming. Uh so get ready for that also. It's gonna be coming, I guess, at the end of uh this month. So that's also with Adidas as well. And okay. then the full Ivy Park lineup will be coming out November 19th. There's going to be a shoe drop on October 30th. All right, Gilly the Kid. Uh, his podcast got a little bit crazy. He got mad when Wack referred to Birdman as the top indie executive in the world. If you remember, Gilly was actually signed to cash money. And Wallow and, and Wack were making him even madder. Listen to this. Yeah. I
0: don't give a f- about no money. <laughs> He's the only motherf- top indie executive. <laughs> in the world. What they got to do with being real? Don't Hey, look. These <laughs> these <laughs> these <laughs> Don't give me your name. <laughs> hold on. My experiences. <laughs> this is my experiences. Hold on. Don't
2: blame, blame the label because you couldn't get
0: hot. <laughs>
4: Let me tell wow. you something. First That's of funny. all, drop on the clues bombs for uh, <laughs> WAC 100. Drop
0: That's on the funny. clues bombs for <laughs> Wallow.
4: Drop on the clues bombs for Gilly the King. Okay? Oh, Those are three of the most entertaining people you're going to ever hear that's have a funny.
5: conversation <laughs> <That's> <laughs> ever in your life. That's funny. When somebody's right. mad and somebody keeps throwing fuel in the fire, that's, and, and, that was that and, conversation. And, and, and the video the of, <laughs> of it, Wack just
4: stayed calm the whole time. <laughs> wack just stayed calm the whole time, and Gilly just kept getting madder and madder. That was some good listening. I love the Million Dollars Worth of Game uh, podcast. Luther and Brothers.
1: Really?
3: All right, well, Blueface also revealed that he hasn't had an STD in a while.
1: How many times they burnt you? Real sh- how many times you got burnt, man? You, you you look like a cat that ain't... Man, what? You don't wear rain jackets.
7: What? I didn't always have money, man. I, <laughs> you feel know me? I mean? Wait, wait, wait. It's <laughs> with money that's, that still gets steeped up. Nah, but you see. How many times did I don't run into the same variety of bitches now. Now I'm just, you know...
1: But how many times I'm you good. got burnt, i
7: <laughs> <laughs> All right, he throwing me off. Let me see. Probably before, before 2000. Wait. I ain't been burnt since like 2000. Uh... Probably like
1: nineteen.
4: Yeah, <laughs> That's last year, 2019. That was oh my goodness. Hold <laughs> oh, on, let me look at my watch.
3: What year?
4: 2020. <laughs> that was last year. <laughs> a couple months ago.
3: He said it was. He said it was the beginning of 2019,
4: though. I thank yeah. God I've <laughs> never had an STD ever in my life. I've well, never had. A, I've never had gonorrhea, <laughs>
5: thumidia, syphilis, nothing. That, you never <laughs> had a little like a little Rona nothing like a little little little.
3: little That's STD, not an STD. Like a
5: little you know crabby crab nothing. <laughs> no. Okay. Me neither. I'm just asking. Can you get crabs in a fake beard? I don't know, guys. <laughs> Yo, shut up,
4: man. <laughs> no, you know, can you get lice in a fake beard? I'm wondering. I'm asking for a friend that know. may be in the room. <laughs> I don't
5: know. Don't talk about dramas like that. You just disrespect your money. So bad. Shut up. No. Can, 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 listen,
4: serious <laughs> question. Can life live in Beijing? <laughs> 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 Beijing would drown the
5: lice. You just rinse them out. Like, you know? Eh? True. Yeah, you can just rinse it off I've every night. I've been to Beijing. I want to go one time. <laughs> mm.
3: And one more time, guys. I want to remind you all to make sure that you vote and you can go to... Uh, rock the Vote You can text Levi's To seven eight eight six eight three. That's L-E-V-I-S To seven eight eight six eight three. That's how you get Your key dates Your election reminders And your voters information So find out If you can vote early When that voting early starts Making sure that You're registered to vote But please We're trying to make sure That as many people As possible vote this fall
4: Word Number 3rd I just want the record To show that When I said I've never had an STD I didn't hear nobody else in the I room. said me too what are you, Oh you yes. did Okay, Nick you too I don't believe y'all Drum you No What you had I said never. I never hey, had STD. Oh. Shut up, man. <laughs> Me? Would you like to contribute anything to this conversation?
3: And, no, I have not had an STD.
4: Okay. And right.
3: I do get tested. I know you don't.
4: I don't have no reason to.
3: <laughs> Ever.
4: <laughs> no, I've been tested before. Tested quite a few times. <laughs> <No>. 1999. <laughs> hey, man. You didn't say Guys what year. Do that <laughs> oh, yeah. Guys do that test.
3: Guys do that test. They do that test where you got something? Okay. Well, it didn't mean either.
4: Earwax test. Airwax, that don't, that don't put that do not put, put Dig that in your ear, put a little earwax on no. your finger. Don't put that and in there. If you it stick it up there and she
5: jumps, she got, she got a little something, sham. All right, guys. Thank you for that room, G. All right, Charlemagne. You're welcome. Yes. Who do you want to give you a donkey to, man? Oh, man, four after the hour,
4: uh, let's talk to a man who's practicing, sh- I-, I guess this is safe sex. <laughs> it's not so safe for work, though, but uh, Jeff Tubin from CNN. We need him to come to the front of the congregation. Would you like to have a word with him, please?
0: All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
3: What's up? It's Angela Yee, and I'm proud to be hosting Black Entrepreneur's Day. Join me for a celebration of black businesses, including musical performances by Chance the Rapper and Questlove, and Game Changer Conversations presented by The General Insurance. It's all going down October 24th at 7 p.m. Eastern on Facebook Watch. Uh
0: Donkey of the Day. Donkeys
6: of the Day, ask Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being
5: Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey, he okay. Donkey of the Day.
4: <laughs> the practice
5: club, bitches. Now, I've been
0: called a lot in my 24 <clears throat> years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one.
4: Yes, Donkey of the Day for Tuesday, October 20th, goes to CNN's chief legal analyst, Jeff Tubin. Jeff Tubin is also a renowned reporter for The New Yorker jeff Tubin is 60 years old and he's been suspended by the new yorker and he's asked for some time off from cnn uh after doing this let's go to fox news with sean hannity for the report please
8: an unsettling incident involving cnn's chief legal analyst now off the air for allegedly pleasuring himself on a zoom video call jeffrey Tubin, who's also a staff writer for the new yorker was suspended by the magazine for masturbating during the call last week with other New Yorker employees and WNYC radio staff watching, according to Vice <coughs> News, which reports the incident came during a drill for election coverage. Vice says when the groups returned from their breakout rooms, Tubin lowered the camera. The people on the call said they could see Tubin touching himself. Tubin then left the call. Moments later, he called back in, seemingly unaware of what his colleagues had been able to see. <laughs> the New Yorker magazine told Fox News Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended while we investigate the matter. And in a statement to Motherboard, Tubin said, Quote, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake believing I was off camera. I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and co-workers. I believed I was not visible on Zoom.
4: I blame Zoom calls, bro. Zoom calls are mentally and emotionally exhausting. Zoom calls are stressful as hell and scratching Yoda behind the the ears, tossing a, a little egg salad, lowers blood pressure in stressful situations. Now I'm not making any excuses for Jeff Tubman. What he did was unprofessional and totally out of line, but one out of five Americans has an anger management problem and zoom calls make us all angry. Okay. I have to do things to mentally, emotionally prepare myself for zoom calls. Now, Personally, I would have seasoned my meatloaf before I got on the Zoom, but not on the Zoom, okay? Like, I don't have a a, a problem giving myself a helping hand, okay? You have to discover your own potential at times, but not on a business Zoom call, okay? I don't think any of us, male or female, can dispute the relaxing effects of turning on the sprinklers, okay? Sometimes you got to find those clues with Fred and Daphne and make Scooby do what it do. Okay, listen to me. Masturbation fights depression. All right, back-to-back Zoom calls are depressing. Sometimes you got to box the one eye champ to release that dopamine, to have the energy and strength to make it through a Zoom call. But Jeff, not like this, okay? You can't have a menage moi on the Zoom, all right? Jeff, I have no problem. What you make in Pearl Jam, but it's a time and a place for everything, okay? And and, and the Zoom on a business call is not the place. And why does your name, your last name, why does your last name sound like a a, a euphemism for masturbation? Tubin? Tubin sounds like something you would use to describe shaking hands with the milkman on the Zoom, and I'm sure during this pandemic when people had to socially distance from their cut buddies, all those summer flings that didn't happen, you were away from your side chicks, I'm sure they were replaced with people playing five-on-one for some warm custard, but what do you call that? Okay, what do you call masturbation on the Zoom? The answer is Jeff's last name, Tubin. Okay, masturbating on Zoom calls should absolutely be called Tubin from here, here on out, alright? Tubin you meet on Zoom. Okay, Tubin the purple-headed yogurt slinger on Zoom. Okay, Tubin the mayonnaise river on Zoom. Tubin the hand puppet on Zoom. Listen, a lot of y'all judging Jeff for Tubin on Zoom, but you too have met the goop man at midnight on Zoom. All right, just not during a a, a business call. All right, now back in November of 2019, Jeff Tubin was reacting to a New York Times report that Trump was briefed on the— whistleblower complaint before releasing military aid to U- Ukraine and and Jeff's reaction to Trump is our reaction currently to him now. He got caught. Simple. Yes, he did get caught. Tubin for sauce on Zoom. Please give Jeff Tubin the sweet sounds in the Hamiltons.
2: Oh, now you are oh, the donkey of mm-hmm. oh, oh, the...
4: Now, now let the record show, you um, because you're not in studio. Somebody mm-hmm. in this room, all right? Mind you, it's five men in here. Somebody in this room <laughs> earlier- That's like a party for you. Earlier said, what's wrong with that? When I was discussing this story. Whoa. When I was just throwing it Who around the that? room. I'm not- I, I That
5: person didn't Which say- person? What's wrong with that? What did he say? <laughs> he says, the suspension- might be a little too far now. Let me explain why. I didn't hear that part. Let me explain why. All I so heard was expl- what's wrong with that. Because he you're did... you explaining he, for this person? I'm just saying, because how do we know it wasn't on accident? He... he <laughs> He took a break from his Zoom call. He didn't know the camera was on. It's not like he was stroking his one eye monster live for people on Zoom Say, watch this, watch this, watch this. He might have paused it, or he might have thought he was off for a second because he probably closed his laptop a little bit and said, hey, let me handle the one-eyed monster, then I get
3: back to this meeting.
4: absolutely no reason to be well, tubing for Tartar don't... sauce on his business Zoom call. Hmm.
3: We also don't know if he did it on purpose or by accident. Well, well, how, do you, how do you not only masturbate he knows on that. purpose? Only he knows that how do you... for people to see.
4: First of all, what do you mean when you say not on purpose you mean (laughs) masturbating?
3: No, I mean, for people to see. He might have done that. You know, some people oh, are you. exhibitionists.
5: I don't, well, some people get I don't turned on
3: by people watching them. But let's
5: say it was an accident. Let's say he really just thought he was, you know, pu- you know, pushing the camera away from his junk and wanted to get a little one-eyed monster going before the next Zoom call. Can you, you, know you how- stop
3: saying one-eyed monster? Listen, what, do you, what do you want me to call? He is, was is, buffing the why, vampire slayer,
5: bro. You can, you can't, okay,
3: it's a penis. You, can't, you can say penis. You can't say
5: buffing the vampire? Penis sounds way better.
3: But you can't sounds stroke. Sounds way better. You can stroke the one I
5: mentioned. He so, was you, shuffling
4: his iPod. Our producer I, I, just came in to wrap it's, it's up. It's, it's oh, enough, enough. The moral of the story is this, though. Mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. this has been a common occurrence during the pandemic. I think it's a lot more people who have been, um, you know, zoom accidents. Yeah, strangling <laughs> their cyclops on Zoom. We're gonna call it tubing from now on. I think All it's right. a lot of tubing going on. So, what's the craziest just, thing you've seen on Zoom? That's no, the question. I don't even want to know. I want to know if people have tubed on Zoom. Have you done a little tubing on Zoom? You're away from your significant other, you're away from your cut buddy. I just
5: want is to know.
3: FaceTime is for? I don't know if you need a Zoom for that. Or,
5: or have you seen somebody do it on Zoom? Maybe you were one of the people in the Zoom meeting and you seen somebody stroking their one eyed monster. Envy, Envy, you're
4: making much a goo about nothing. Much
5: of goo about nothing. Right <laughs> much much goo. Okay.
4: <laughs> All right, relax.
3: Okay. <laughs> I just don't want to see this one eyed monster coming at me now. I just hate the way you keep saying that. It just sounds awful.
4: Why would his one eyed monster be coming at you? He's mad. Not his,
3: just oh. a one eyed monster. Oh, I don't okay. want to look at my boyfriend and think it's a monster. That's all. Sure. I me mean, now he deals with it. But anyway, 800 585 1051. He doesn't see it because it comes from behind.
5: <laughs> oh, you guys are kinky this wrap morning, man. Yeah, right. Mr. Brown breath. Eye can see.
3: Strap <laughs> <Chap> up. <laughs>
5: you guys are crazy. 800 585 1051. Have you ever masturbated on Zoom? Mr. Breakfast Club, good morning. The
0: Breakfast Club.
5: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the Day to who? Uh, Jeffrey
4: Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin is CNN's legal um, analyst, and he's a renowned reporter for The New Yorker. And he got caught tubing for tartar sauce on the Zoom. And uh, the reason I'm saying tubing is because I think tubing should be the new slang for masturbating on Zoom. Because I think that during this pandemic, um, we haven't thought about the people who may have been away from their significant others, may have been away from their cut buddies, may have been away from their side chicks as they were socially distancing. I think it's a lot more masturbation happening on Zoom than we think. I think we only think about Zoom for business calls and, you know, birth, what are we doing, the birthday announcements and all of that type of stuff like that. But I really think um,
5: people have been tubing on Zoom, bro. And by tubing, I mean masturbate. Yeah, but what's on Zoom that's so sexy that makes you have to masturbate right then and there? I mean, unless you the person you're... you're
4: talking to envy. Huh?
3: You the know they have um. To? You know they have Zoom yeah. orgy rooms. They have what? They have Zoom orgy rooms. But Zoom did have to try to ban it. But they have a sex club. They've been hosting Zoom orgies with like a hundred people.
5: Oh, I didn't I'm know. You shaking
3: your head. You've been there before?
5: No, not that. I saw I saw a porn. I saw porn of like a Zoom orgy thing that happened. You know what I'm porn so, up.
3: So you've been watching Zoom porno no, origin. And I was just curious. Like this when this whole thing started, I saw like it was a kinky. Zoom a
4: Zoom uh, origin. I was like, It's oh, okay, Dramos, Dramos,
5: it's okay. We're not judging you drums. Just- black room, white room, or Spanish room. Which one?
3: It was a nice mix It
5: was actually a very diverse room I think that was It was nice to see okay. you know?
3: So what did you Google Diverse orgy zoom room No it, it just popped up it was, it was on the front page And I was like yeah, Okay
4: you know? I'm right. oh, trying to be in? progressive no. On Pornhub I didn't know I
3: don't oh, know <laughs> you <say? laughs> I skipped it was, I skipped around the video To see what the, You know the, the high points were i mean, is, the the di- di- hub, is the head of is the head of Diversity inclusion For Pornhub
4: But listen I think this happens More than people More than people Care to discuss that's what we're
5: here for. We got people on the line. 800-585-1051. Hello, who's this? Hi, this
2: is Abby from Stanford, Connecticut. <laughs> Abby, Abby, have you, have you done any tubing now? on
5: Zoom, Abby? Yeah, when's the last time you masturbated on Zoom? You call it tubing, Envy. I,
2: I might have to start using the word tubing because I am guilty as F. I just started a uh, remote job online last week, and... Um, even just yesterday. Basically, so I'm in the background on a phone call, like this guy's training me on how to do sales on a, on a phone. And he'll be on like a 20-minute call, and I'm just in the background muted. So I get a little bored, and I have my knees, and I take my five minutes, and, I mean, I'm still muted the whole time. So I just occupy my time wisely, you know.
4: I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you at all because those Zoom calls are stressful, and you got
5: to relieve a little stress.
3: Yeah, it's a different yeah, twist man, on training.
5: So, does the guy turn you on or you just need to let one off?
3: Oh, hell no. Ew, this guy turned me
2: on. <laughs> How dare you?
5: No. So, you was just tubing. No. You were just Wait. tubing.
4: That's Sorry. all. No, like
2: sometimes the call will just be so boring and then I'll be, I'll like take my phone to the side and just like start watching porn. I'm like, this is so boring. Like, what? I need okay. something else.
4: I'm all not right. mad at you. You no, sound right, like Weezy right. from Horrible Decisions. Thank you.
5: 800 585 like sound like Weezy? She no, we're asking, uh, you know, uh, have you ever masturbated during uh, a Zoom call? call no, us- it's called tubing. All right, well,
4: we're changing you- the name. We're, we're giving paying homage to Jeff Tubin, the CNN legal analyst. From now on, if you masturbate on a Zoom call, it's called Tubin. All right, well, call
5: us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, morning everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us. We're asking, have you ever played with the one eye monster doer during a Zoom call? Have you ever masturbated?
4: Oh, gosh. We're calling it tubing, though, because Jeffrey Tubin of CNN um, got caught masturbating on Zoom. And his name, his last name, definitely sounds like a, euphem- a euphemism for um, masturbation.
3: Hello, I, who's this? Just for, for the record, I have not done that.
5: Hello? Yeah.
3: What's up? What's your name, yeah. bro? Yeah. My name's <laughs> Eve
5: from Columbus. I'm not gonna ask you the question. You, you yeah, he sounds like one. If he can
4: figure out Zoom, he'll definitely, <laughs> he'll definitely dial that rotary phone.
5: Have you ever masturbated on Zoom, bro? So and then if he nah, did ask, nah.
2: me. <laughs> you're a liar. Nah, without the- <laughs> nah, My 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 viewpoint on it is more or less: if you masturbate on Moon uh, Zoom, you're masturbating in the bathroom at work. <laughs> Is pretty much okay. to Okay. That's so
3: funny record, that you said that. I,
2: because the record, someone in that, the
3: studio. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, someone in the, yeah, the studio the said accident, they do do that. If it's an accident, then it's a problem. First of all, y'all gotta stop talking about this <laughs> accidental, <laughs> First all, about this accidental <laughs> masturbation. There's no such thing. We have to stop <laughs> have, this is
5: second or third time I've heard this. Does it mean the camera that accidentally yeah, showed you, you? Not accidentally like I'm did it by accident. Oh, my hand is on my one eye monster. Oh my gosh, what am I doing? Oh my bad mistake. No, not that way.
4: Envy said he masturbated in the bathroom at work.
2: No, I did not.
4: I thought you that was said that. No, that I never said, said that. You said something about no, that's like I've masturbating at work and then somebody then drama goes, that's like masturbating on the plane. No, he said it's illegal. And no. I said it's
5: not illegal to you masturbate You were making on the a plane. case that, that it oh, should be okay to masturbate at work and I said that's probably illegal. It's only
4: was, illegal to masturbate on a plane if you use somebody else's
5: hand.
3: <laughs> <laughs> also, for the record, emmy has <laughs> been... No, they're, they're, you can't publicly... FYI, you cannot publicly masturbate anywhere where If you in the bathroom on
4: a Go to the phones and stop talking about auditioning finger puppets. Thank you, sir emmy has been dipping Sorry. for to go move his car every day for the record. i throw that out there. <laughs> I don't know if that's a new slang for a tuber,
2: but all of a sudden he has to move his car every day. <laughs> hey,
1: I don't know.
4: I don't
2: I'm know. in the wrong side. So What's the f- moral of the story?
4: There's no moral to the story. The moral of the story is don't masturbate on Zoom during business calls. But I still don't think there's nothing wrong with masturbating um, on Zoom with your significant other, though. Don't make faces because you, you do snap yourself face time. on FaceTime. You're, you're a lie. Why do y'all lie so much? You do nasty stuff on FaceTime. So you would do right. nasty but, stuff on Zoom. He's talking to Taylor, not me, by the way.
5: He's not, he's, not, <laughs> he's not flirting with me right now. He's talking to Taylor I about just feel
3: like... Taylor I, I just feel do. like you wouldn't go on Zoom to masturbate. You would just do FaceTime. No, that's
5: not true. How do you know? You live with your wife. He says that's not true. Like, this no, is no, what no. no I'm
4: saying that's not true <laughs> because, as Angelique said earlier, people are using Zoom for orgies. As Drom said, they got Zoom pornos. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure... People have, I'm sure people, huh? <laughs> I don't get it. Anyway. Taylor just yelled out for single people. I don't know what that means.
3: Oh, because you said with your significant other. She's saying if you don't no, have I'm a significant if you, other. No, I'm saying if you're
4: away from somebody, uh, you know, you you getting kinky with somebody, you can do it over Zoom. And we're going to call that tubing from now on. <laughs> All right.
3: Okay. All right, well, you got rumors on the way? Yeah, we're going to switch gears and we're going to talk about Red Table Talk. And Jada Pinkett Smith's mom says that she had non-consensual sex with her father.
5: All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning everybody, it's DJ M V Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Well, before we do that, you wanna win, you wanna pay your bills, win a thousand dollars towards your expense. Thanks to our partners, the General. Get a lot for a little at the General Insurance. For coverage you deserve, at prices you can afford. Visit thegeneral.com today. Now let's get to the rumors. Let's talk to Raji.
0: spilling the tea? (laughs) This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club.
3: All right. well Taraji was on The Breakfast Club and of course she was talking about her foundation and mental health, but the one takeaway that a lot of people got from it is that she is now single. She's no longer engaged. Listen to what she had to say. And I'm dedicated to the black man, y'all. I just turned 50 and And I haven't said it yet, but it didn't work out. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. and I tried, I was like therapy, let's do the therapy thing. But if you're both not on the same page with that, then you feel like you're taking it on yourself. And Mm -hmm. that's not a fair position for anybody to play in a relationship. My happiness is not his responsibility and his happiness is not mine. We have to first learn how to make ourselves happy.
4: Yeah, first of all, uh, that conversation filled my spirit, man. Salute to Taraji P. Henson and, mm-hmm. you know, tr- tr- Tracy and uh, Jay, Jay um, for, for, for pulling up their mental health warriors. And I know people took that part of the convo, but you really need to go listen to what they had to say about trauma bonding and being trauma buddies. You know, we have to heal together and share love, not trauma.
3: Right, so people did take that. I mean, there was a lot of speculation because she did have an amazing 50th birthday celebration, some great pictures, and they were like, where's her fiance? So I guess that was the first time that she said that it's not happening anymore. But right. I'm sure she's going to be good regardless. All right, now let's oh, talk young, hey, by about... By the way,
4: I had young boys hitting my line yesterday. Kind of Literally, like, yo. Taraji single now? Like, young boys. Like, really? am I too young for Taraji? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right, now let's talk about Netflix and the third season of My Next Guest Needs No Introduction with David Letterman. So there's a series of interviews uh, that's going to be happening. Kim Kardashian, Robert Downey Jr., Lizzo, Dave Chappelle. Now they already have uh, put out a clip of Dave Chappelle. And here is what they talked about, the Black Lives Matter movement.
0: There's somebody that people would look to for like moral or intellectual guidance. It would require me to live a completely different way. There's no pension plan for leaders. Martin Luther King died penniless. Malcolm X died penniless. Uh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but that's, but th- th- that's your view. I'm waiting for you to say something. So what does that make me? A follower. Okay, well, I said it behind what, what many others were already, were already doing. And the commentary after it was very heady and intellectual. And I was shocked that nobody ever talked about what it feels like to watch a man get murdered that way by a man in a police uniform. Dave's absolutely right. I mean, that's why you got to
4: celebrate the Tamika Mallory's of the world and the Linda Sarsaws and the Maisons, all those activists who put their lives on the line every day and fight for us because it is a thankless job that they're not getting paid for.
3: And literally put their lives on the line when I'm talking about death threats, letting pe- not letting people know where you're staying, how mm-hmm. you're traveling, because people literally want to kill you. Absolutely.
2: Yeah,
8: and
4: the, and, so- and answer to answer David Letterman's question about what does that make him for waiting to see what Dave Chappelle has to say, Dave, it makes you a comedian who loves listening to another comedian who happens to be one of the greatest comedians of all time. I like hearing what Dave Chappelle got to say, too. Mm-hmm.
3: Well season three will be out tomorrow on Netflix exclusively. All right, Kendrick Lamar, you know he's been relatively quiet and he recently did an interview for interview for ID magazine where he's actually interviewing his cousin, Baby Keem. And they talk about the road it took for Baby Keem to get his career started and how he got Kendrick Lamar's respect, how it was a bumpy road and how Kendrick was saying that, you know, at first, Baby Keem was missing all types of days from school. They were getting letters sent to the house. And he said, I felt some type of accountability. You were talented, but you had to graduate. So it was finding that middle ground. But that worked out. He said, I think that's one thing that me and Dave Free really respect about you. You're determined and driven. You remind me of how we used to be. So uh, Baby Keem is signed to Kendrick and Dave Free's uh, company. And so that's how his album will be coming out. Now, Kendrick also talked about how he'll never make a good kid Mad City part two and how he plans to have a new sound. He said, I can't do the same thing over and over. I need something to get me excited. He said he felt pressured to execute his uh, sophomore album. Well, and he said, I remember the sophomore jinx of Good Kid Mad City. It was for that year and for that time. I was in a different space in my life. I already knew off the top I can't make Good Kid Mad City part two. The second I'm making that, it's corny. That takes the feeling away from the first. I need that MF to live in its own world. Then boom to Pimp a Butterfly. Some people love it to death. Some people hate it. It's
4: my favorite Kendrick Lamar album, The Pimper Butterfly. I love The a Butterfly. And I can't wait to They hear. are
3: two totally different projects, too. They like, are. I think, They absolutely are. I feel like you can't even compare them. You know? I don't think you can if as you, well. If
4: you listen to Kendrick the Pimper Butterfly now, it um it actually fits the climate we're in now. It does. Uh, m- Maybe more than it did back then. But I can't wait to hear Kendrick's uh, new music. And I think Baby Keem is dope as hell. Uh, Lil Dicky put me on the Baby Keem. And I remember the first time I heard Baby Keem, I said, he sounds like if Kendrick did trap music. And then folks told me that was Kendrick's cousin, so it makes sense. Mm-hmm. But I'm, a- I'm absolutely anticipating new music from K-Duck. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to hear him right, Jacob- dated the last few years.
3: Jada Pickett-Smith's mother, Adrienne Banfield-Norris, uh, talks about gray areas of intimacy in her own life. Now they were talking about sexual intimacy and having non-consensual sex, and here's what happened. So Gam, you feel like nowhere in your history in regards to sexual intimacy have you felt like you've had a sexual experience that was not necessarily consensual or was gr- you know kind of in that gray area or- i have okay but it was also with my husband okay. your dad actually so that's really gray that's but really you hear you do hear that a lot so you're basically saying you had non-consensual sex with my father
4: mm-hmm. wow i need the context of that conversation what was the topic of discussion on red table talk
3: They were talking about gray areas and spousal rape. You know, it's a very gray area socially and legally. They said most states now have laws against it, but they do treat it differently than other rape cases. And, you know, Donald Trump was accused of spousal rape by his first wife, Ivana Trump, during their divorce proceedings. And when that accusation came out during his first presidential campaign, again, it resurfaced. Uh, That's when Donald Trump's former lawyer, Michael Cohen, said, by the very definition, you can't rape your spouse. And that was a really controversial remark. Uh, Because if somebody tells you no, whether or not you're married, that does not mean just you're anybody's property and you can just take anything.
4: Absolutely. I did not know that uh, about Donald Trump. And I am amazed how everything comes back to Donald Trump. Hmm. How does everything come back to Donald Trump? All right. Well,
3: I think that was a big deal when it happened for his uh, then lawyer to say that you can't rape your spouse. That's the most ridiculous thing. There's people that are married that are not getting along that don't even like each other, you know? And just because that's my spouse doesn't mean that I'm obligated to have sex with you. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report.
5: All right. Now, Revolt will see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else with People's Choice mixes up next. And today is Snoop's birthday, so let's start the mix and up t- with some you Snoop. Know, today
4: is Senator Kamala Harris' is born day too. Oh, really?
0: Yeah, she don't got no records. I saw her no, dancing. No she, she don't, don't got, got, no no records. Records. She got no records. on ain't records. All right, but anyway, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
5: Tuesday, October 27th at 9, 8 central on BET. Comet Trio 85 South hosts the 2020 BET Hip Hop Awards with 2 chains: Big Sean, Burna Boy, Gucci Man, Janae Eichel, Little Baby, City Girls, and Toby Nwigwe. Plus, music mogul Master P gets the I Am Hip Hop Award. For more information, search hashtag Hip Hop Awards. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now we got a shout out to uh, Steve Smith Sr., former NFL player, for joining us this morning.
4: That's right. Make sure y'all go subscribe to the Cut To It podcast on Black Effect, iHeartRadio, um, wherever you uh, wherever you listen to podcasts that is available. Um, they have LaDainian Tomlinson, on this week's episode, so go check it out.
5: One of the top 200 podcasts in the sports category right now. That's uh, Gerard Littlejohn and Steve Smith Sr. That's right. All right. Now, when we come back, we got the positive note. so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. You guys have a great day today. Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I
4: do. Uh, The positive note is simply this. Sometimes your blessings are blocked by your disobedience to evolve.
2: Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done?